Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of God's Story for Kids. I'm your host, Henry. You can call me Hank. And I'm Sophisticated. Sophie for short. Hank, I have something fun for us to talk about today. Oh, yeah? What is it? I hope it's about yodeling. Yodeling? Yeah, I love yodeling. Whoa, that's some good yodeling, Hank. I know. I practice a lot. That's how I became an award-winning yodelist. Um, yodeler? Yeah, 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 yodeler. Wow, impressive. Anyway, is that what we're talking about today, Sophie? Yodeling? Not quite, Hank. I was actually thinking we could talk about kings. Kings? Well, I'm kind of like the king of yodeling. Does that count? Maybe. Can you try to guess another king I might be thinking of? Uh, oh yeah. King James. LeBron. King of basketball. Nope. You have another guess? Michael Jackson. King of pop. No. Does anyone else come to mind? Oh, silly me. Of course, you're thinking about King Charles, the new king of England. His coronation is coming up soon. Did you know that, Sophie? I had heard that, but I wasn't thinking of the King of England either. Oh, my mistake. Oh, but I've definitely got it this time. Are you ready for this? Elvis. Elvis Presley? Yeah, everyone calls him the king. You ain't nothing but a dog. Still no. Let me give you a little hint, Hank. I'm thinking about kings in the Bible. Oh, well, this changes everything. Okay, uh, let me think here. Bible... King. Oh, what about King David? There you go. Now you've got it. There are actually quite a few kings the Bible talks about in the Old Testament, but the two most talked about are King Saul and King David. Do you want to hear some fun facts about kings of the Old Testament, Sophie? You know I do, Hank. I love your fun facts about the Bible. Zimri was king for the shortest amount of time. Can you guess how long his reign was? Hmm, two years? Much shorter. It was only seven days. Wow, just one week? That's not long at all. Hey, who had the longest reign? I'm glad you asked. Manasseh had the longest reign. How long do you think it was? Hmm, a hundred years? That's a little too long. It was actually 55 years. Okay, one more fun fact. Do you know who the youngest king was? Oh, I remember hearing about him, but I can't quite remember his name. Jehoash was crowned king at just seven years old. Seven? Whoa! That might even be younger than many of our listeners. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, I can. I'd be the best king ever. I'd order everyone to eat candy all the time and make every day summer break and have everyone in my kingdom rock a modern mullet. (laughs) Um, Hank, can I be honest for a second? I'm kind of glad you're not king. That doesn't sound great to me, and Actually, it kind of reminds me a little bit about some of the kings in the Bible. Well, if it's good enough to be in the Bible, it must not be so bad, right? Well, some of the stories in the Bible are warnings about what not to do, Hank. After God had rescued the Israelites from Egypt and delivered them to the promised land, they started looking around at the nations around them, and they noticed that lots of other nations had kings. And if you give the Israelites some land, they'll probably want a king to go with it. Am I right? You're right. But didn't they already have a king in God? Right again. 
God tried to warn them that having a king would likely not go well for them. But those Israelites just didn't listen. Oh, I know what happened next. They got their first king, King Saul. Yes, but what do you know about King Saul? Hmm, I see what you're saying now, Sophie. Saul wasn't such a great guy. He even tried to get rid of David just because David was becoming more popular than he was with the people. Oh, no! Yeah, he didn't handle that very well. But David eventually became king, and he made some pretty big mistakes, too. He sure did. He hurt other people in some really big ways, and he didn't always do what God commanded. But he also did some really great things. Remember that story about how he was dancing with all his might to praise God, and his wife told him to stop because it was embarrassing. But he told her he was still going to do it because the Lord is worth celebrating. That was so great. It does not surprise me that you love that story, Hank. But do you see what I mean? Even King David, who is known as a man after God's own heart, even he made some mistakes along the way that we can learn from. Okay, so what you're saying is I shouldn't make everyone in my kingdom eat candy all day. But what about the modern mullets? I feel like that's worth keeping. (laughs) Oh, Hank, all these kings in the Old Testament were really just fillers anyway. Fillers? Yeah, they weren't what God's people really needed. What did they need? Not what, but who? (gasps) Jesus! Yes! Jesus was a different kind of king, though. Not at all what people expected. Yeah. You know that story about his trumpet? His trumpet? Yeah, when he came into Jerusalem playing a trumpet. Oh, I think maybe just a few of those details are out of place, Hank. What you're talking about is the triumphant entry. Jesus came into Jerusalem riding a donkey, not playing a trumpet. Yeah, uh, that. I guess I did get a few things wrong, though. Hope Kids, can you help remind me what happened during the triumphant entry? Jesus went toward Jerusalem. He sent two disciples ahead. Go into the village over there, he told them. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey. Untie it and bring it here. So they went and found the donkey, just as Jesus had said and they brought it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their robes on the long road ahead of him. Soon, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, Teacher, Rebuke your followers for saying things like that. He replied, if they kept quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. Wait a minute. I thought you said Jesus was a king. What kind of king rides a donkey? I always imagined a king riding in a chariot made of gold pulled by a big white horse. You know, I think that's what God's people were imagining too. They knew God promised them someone who would save them, But Jesus wasn't what they expected. Well, where are the trumpets? Where's the pomp and circumstance? Where's the pageantry of it all? Well, in Jesus' day, horses were a symbol of war. And that's what the people expected the king to be. Someone who would come in and defeat all their enemies. But donkeys were a symbol of peace. Jesus was showing that he was a king who came to serve and to save. And do you want to hear a bonus reason, Hank, about why Jesus rode in on a donkey? What? 
Jesus was fulfilling a prophecy. In the Old Testament, Zechariah wrote about a king who was righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey. Jesus was proving again that he was the king the people needed, just not what they expected. Okay, so no trumpets at the triumphant entry, no fancy golden chariots or big white horses. But it seems like there was still a celebration. People were shouting and singing, praising God for all the miracles they'd seen. Hooray! Yep, people were starting to figure out that Jesus was really something special. And soon enough, they'd know just how special and how deep his love is. I like when Jesus told the Pharisees that if the people stopped praising him, even the stones along the road would burst into cheers. It reminds me of King David dancing for the Lord. We just can't help but praise God, can we, Sophie? It's what we were made for. And this is where your story meets God's story, kids. How can you praise Jesus this week? Maybe it's worshiping with your church family. Or maybe it's singing and dancing in your living room. Or maybe it's drawing a picture for God or going for a walk outside and thanking Him for the things He created. Or maybe it's sitting quietly, talking to Jesus and listening to Him. There are all kinds of ways we can praise Him. The most important part is that you don't just think about what you could do, but you really do it. And always remember, kids, that you matter. You are loved and you are part of God's story. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.